for another episode of Pure Speculation from StruggleState.com. I'm your host, Zach Hayes. Right next to me, Phil Hayes. Jello. Jello. <laughs> you always come to the table with some sort of interesting introduction for yourself. That's how I do it. Well, moving on. <laughs> uh, today, our topic is big tech has helped trash America. This is coming from the New York Times, and I think this is a topic that is on everybody's mind right now yeah. because of how relevant it is to the conversation of where we are at as a country. And in light of what happened at the Capitol, the siege on the Capitol, the protests that got way out of hand, um, something that I don't think any American liked to witness. No. I think most people can come together. I don't care what side you're on, that whoever took part in that act is wrong. Yeah. It was not anything that we wanted to see as a nation, but- because of that, we saw big tech and big companies start to pull back the rhetoric a little bit. They started to, let's say, cancel certain people and certain uh, uh, demographics and aspects of their platform that, right. I hate to say it, God is here in the first place. Yeah. No, I, I totally agree. And I think you're getting into pretty murky territory when you start, you know, being the judge and jury of, you know, what goes out. And I understand that it's their company, it's their platform. Sure. But I still think you're getting into some weird territory there. Well, it's kind of like, hey, we made our money and now we're not complicit in this anymore. Like yeah. we have no blame for what has happened over the last, it's been more than four years, but what right. has happened and, you know, you've got these, um, you know, Twitter was kind of the first one where yeah. they canceled Donald Trump's account. They were no longer going. You heard talk about this in the past that they would potentially do that. But I mean, that's that's a big deal. He it's was huge. the sitting president when Twitter decided to cancel his account. Um, and then you had a lot of other companies fall in line. Yeah. Facebook, Snapchat, YouTube, not completely canceling necessarily, but um, um, kind of scaling back canceling a lot of the, um, advertising right. that they, uh, previously had, but how much money did Facebook and Twitter make off of political ads? Yeah. That's, that's the majority of their revenue. They've been, we covered this on the social dilemma episode that we did for pure speculation and they've created this world that we all live in and we think is the new normal. It's allowed neighbors to and family members to become divided. And yeah. now they're saying, okay, well, don't pay attention to what we did for the, the last few years. We made our money, but now we're going to get better. Now we're going to be more responsible with how we handle our platform. Do you buy it? Um, no, I, to be honest with you, I think it's kind of bullshit. Like, because the, my big thing, everybody says like, it's their company. They can do what they want. And I do agree with that. I mean, that's, those are facts, right. but, um, the whole thing of it is, is that when you're one sided, you seem to be one sided in your thinking, who's to say what is right and wrong. They're, they're being the judge and jury and it's, yeah. and, and what happened to the, the, the whole thing of, you can't, you know, you can't refuse service to individuals because of their beliefs. 
Yeah. You know I, what I mean? There's, I there's, that, there's yeah. the controversy going back probably almost a decade now where it was the, um, the, the baker who refused to make a cake, a wedding cake for a uh, gay uh, yeah, couple. I remember the story. And, and he was, you know, basically, um, uh, you know, quote unquote canceled right. because he refused service to this couple because of, uh, who they were. Aren't you doing the same thing here? Why is it, why is it okay from that standpoint? And why is it not okay in this standpoint? I'm totally with you. And you know what? That's my thing. I don't lean left or right. Like I really am right in the middle. I would yeah. vote for any candidate that I thought was best. But to me, I feel like they think that we are too dumb <laughs> to make our own thoughts and decisions for ourselves. Are we though? No, maybe, maybe we are a little some too dumb. Pe- the, some the people fact that are. we can be so easily manipulated. And that's kind of one of the bigger questions I wanted to get to in this podcast is, you know, what, you know, what led people to storm the Capitol? Like yeah. nobody's having that conversation about what was it? What was the difference between the people who were there thinking they were, were at a protest that would have been no different than any other protest right. that you have the right to exercise your, um, your beliefs and you, and you get to put that out there. You're allowed to peacefully protest. What is the difference between those people and the people who were going there with the intent to do this? They, they planned on getting in there in one way, shape or form. Did they not realize what they were doing was, a uh, uh, a criminal act. It's an, it's an act of, it's, it's an act of, uh, uh, war almost. I mean, yeah. you are sieging, uh, the Capitol building. You are, right. you are putting yourself in a position where you are, uh, you are an enemy of the state now. Yeah. And I mean, that's the thing. I do not think they knew what they were doing. I think they thought it was like, Oh, go, go to the Capitol. We're going to, you but know, that shows me how stupid those people are. Right. And those are the people that can't be trusted when it does come to this type of Twitter stuff and everything. They are brainwashed to think that like, this is almost like some type of game, but those people, I feel like they've always been there. They're, They're the minority. It's yeah. just kind of, uh, the, the, the pot of boiling water has bubbled over right. and we're seeing it, it, it come to the forefront. Uh, the only yeah. difference is this time around, they were, they were doing it in the name of the sitting president. That's right. where it gets murky. They thought yeah. this was a call to action by the president. Regardless though, these people obviously feel something inside of them that, this was the path to uh, uh, political freedom <laughs> right. or to, to or to a better country. When when we know this is not the right answer, the election, you know, the 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 narrative that the election was stolen is is going to persist in that world for the next for the right. years to come. But regardless, you're getting these people who are being deplatformed and exiting the um, the 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 social media platforms like. Facebook and Twitter. And I kind of want to, you know, talk about that. You say businesses can't, they, they have every right to deny service. You, you are not necessarily, you don't have a right to a Facebook account. You don't have a right to a Twitter account, but there should be some sort of competition, right? Yeah. That's what popped up in parlor. But what happened on parlor? They got Amazon. Too. Amazon <laughs> took them off their web services. Right. So, so you're basically saying we are not going to allow you to have an alternative to this platform, even if you want to go somewhere else. 
We're going to combat that. And that's where free speech does start to be impeded because you're not allowing these people to have a voice and you're only allowing the narrative that you want to take place on your, um, uh, on your platform. And, yeah. and that's when it's more of a utility than an actual, right. uh, uh, business or, oh yeah, you don't like Facebook. We've got Facebook light for you over here. It doesn't yeah. exist anymore. And see, that's where I have a problem with this is because do these people think that like, it's the whole like out of sight, out of mind thing. It's like, they're not seeing it anymore on their platform. So then it doesn't so exist. Gone. So then it, it doesn't exist. Right. Then it would just not the case. These people are going to keep bubbling over. Yeah. And especially, I feel like when you try to silence somebody like that, it makes it worse. It makes it worse. It was like the whole conversation of let's impeach Trump. I'm like, let's just not bother right. with that because it's just going to make things worse. It's going to rally his troops even yeah, more. Yeah, it's and, throwing salt in the wound. Yeah, and 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 there's two weeks left. Like, let's just stop. I know there's other right. factors. I think they're worried about him running again in 2024 from the Republican standpoint. And if he gets, he got impeached. If he gets convicted in the Senate, then all of a sudden now he can no longer run again. I feel like there is no chance he would win again. Like, and maybe I'm like naive to that, but I think now at this point, I feel like his political career, I feel like is kind of, done with. I know a lot yeah, of people but still support him, but, but it's a, it's a segment of the Republican vote that gets taken away from the establishment. Yeah, that's uh, true. In, in, yep. It's like when, it's like when, um, you know, you would get Ross Perot who ran and took yeah. votes away from George Bush 30 years ago. Right. That's kind of, uh, what happened and what, how Clinton got into office initially was because there was this segment of the, the Republican party that, that, went with this uh, second option and it it resonated more with Republicans and Democrats. And that's what you would have here as well. But the, the role that this, these tech companies have played in this, they have basically gotten us to this point and they need to be looked at from what they are as what they are a monopoly, right? They it's, it's no different than, you know, we, we had this conversation off mic, like what if all of a sudden your electric company or your gas company decided that because they don't like who you are and what you stand for, that they are not going to provide you with service. Yeah. That's it. Sense. That's it's the same thing though, right. because this has now become part of that, uh, the, 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 the fabric of society where you are going to have social media for better or for worse. And I'll get into a few reasons why I don't think it's necessarily good right. down the road, but yep. that's how we have to start looking at this. You, you would not, you know, somebody would say, if you, uh, let's say you get banned from Kroger. Yeah. Well, you could go to Meyer, you can go to Costco, you can go, but what if your only other option was, uh, the convenience store yeah. down the road that didn't have the same, um, produce available that doesn't have the same, um, the same selection. Like that's what you're basically saying to people that a business can cut people off because of their beliefs and no longer provide service, or you have to change your ways. And we're going to pretend that this other segment does not exist. Yeah. And that is super, super scary to me. I mean, I really do believe that this is like, you're just, cutting off one demographic and that to me, whether I agree with that demographic or not, I don't think that's right. I think everybody should have the right to go out there, say what they want to say, and we can, you know, uh, kind of go through it ourselves. So one of the questions they pose in this article is now that, you know, they're, they're basically, uh, purging 
the the bad yeah. that exists in in social media, which we know is not the case. There's still going to be the you know arguments that exist, but are, can we start over? Is the question they pose. Can we start You're over? You're asking me. Yeah, yeah. from a social media um, standpoint, can we start over? Can Facebook change? Can we make a better society? And whose society is it at that point? I, I honestly, I don't know the answer to this question. I'm so like on the fence about the social media stuff because I really don't, I feel like it's moving in a weird direction. And like, I, I feel like there needs to be some type of intervention, but from where? It, it would have to be. It would have to be government intervention as yeah. far as breaking them up. You know, calling them what they are—a monopoly. Right. Uh, saying that this is a public utility, no different than anything else. Uh, that's how big it's gotten in society, and this is only in a matter of twenty years. I mean, yeah, it's been it's short. Not even twenty years for Facebook. I mean, I don't remember it until really like two thousand four, two thousand five. Yeah, I think too. that's probably, and that's only fifteen years. Look at what it's done for our society. You know. 30 years ago, to me, tech was spreadsheets, solitaire. Yeah. Uh, it was, uh, you know, paint. Right. Very, very basic aspects of, of what we see today. What does it look like 20 years down the road? I think, to me, the only way to move forward without getting into this murky canceling and censorship that we're seeing is to, it has to change. It has to go away. Yeah. Social media has to go away. I don't see that happening. I really don't. It, what good does it bring to society? I agree with you 100%, but I just don't see it. We're so deep into it. I don't see them being able to, How do you pull the plug on something like that? I think you have to you have to look at it from from the good of society. Like if yeah. this is something that is going to exist it <sighs> I, I don't know what the solution is. No, me either. We're, we're too far deep into this. It's like saying, you know, we, we want this, we want this for the good, but we're not willing to accept the bad that comes along with right. it. And that's not realistic. And no. there will always be bad that comes along with this. You are going to have people who are the, are the, uh, ass crack of society yeah. that want to participate in this. And, you know, getting into arguments with people on Facebook, like if this is how you want to spend your time. I know this is a call to action for people who just want to be more productive. Get your ass off of Facebook. <laughs> right. Stop engaging with people. And they think that it's, there's those memes of the, the, you know, gets two likes and all of a sudden they are, they are acting as though they are this, um, this, leader who is yeah. leading their, their, uh, their, their, their pack. And they have these people who are on their every word. And I, I've seen it I constantly on Facebook, but like, it doesn't add positivity to society. No, not even a little bit. I mean, and that's the thing is like, why can't we go back to the days of like MySpace when people put their, like their song on their uh, profile page and it was just nice and it's turned into such a weird thing. And I do think though, that those, the people that you referred to as like that, the ass crack of society, like they deserve to put their thoughts and opinions out there just as much as anybody else. How many times do you see a story on Facebook or Twitter, Instagram, and you're like, that is ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's not true. Like we have to be able to think for ourselves. I, I don't know. Well, I, I think it's more, I don't, what I can't comprehend is how these people have the time 
to do this. Uh, you, yeah. you watch some of these TikTok videos with the amount of posts people have. Like, right. I, I know you cannot be a productive member of society based on what you're posting because yeah. you would not have time to, and people are at home right now. They're, they're working less. They're, uh, they're, they're socializing less. And you know, maybe that adds to the time fold a little bit, but like read a book, do something. Uh, you know, start a hobby, do a craft. Like this is not how we should be productive members of society. No. But what I thought was really laughable about a lot of this was, you know, how many of these, uh, CEOs came out and act acted as if they were so shocked yeah. to see what they saw at the Capitol and see the the, the culmination of this buildup. So much uh, 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 Monday morning quarterbacking going on, and yeah. just just I'm and I'm thinking to myself, wait a second, really? You didn't see this coming because uh, my brother and I have been sitting down in a basement <laughs> right. podcasting for the last six months, and we've we've been talking about the buildup and this powder keg that was ready to explode in the form of a uh, of a civil war, yeah. and and how social media the social dilemma and other things like that have helped to contribute to this. And we're just a couple, a couple of guys out in rural Michigan yeah, seeing what we see and talking about what we see. And we predicted that this was going to happen. So mm-hmm. don't act holier than thou and try to act like you weren't complicit in this. But if they do admit to knowing that, then that's kind of, saying that they're responsible for it. I would it like to see internal memos and internal yeah. documents that 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 talk about some of these things like uh you know what they're seeing what the revenue or or saying hey push this push this push this right. the rhetoric's really hot on Trump right now throw that up there in the algorithm I guarantee you they've done that cuz they've, oh, yeah. they've broken the 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 backs of many by carrying that. Yeah. And I would be totally okay with like not having social media anymore. I, I would be, cause that's the thing too, is Joe Schmo that lived in like whatever town in, you know, whatever state he, he used to have these thoughts and opinions and he'd maybe give his thoughts and opinions to like, you know, three or four friends, buddies that he had, and maybe one of them would agree with him. And it's like, now you put it out there on Facebook, the whole world can see it and you can get these people together. And that's the problem. Well, they started to, there was a lot of talk in this article too, about them relocating a lot of the tech companies. <laughs> yeah. Like let's, uh, there was the, uh, I think it was the, the mayor, the mayor of uh, Miami. Miami yeah. uh, he was making a push to get tech to leave, you know, Silicon Valley and um, bring them out to Miami. And, and my yeah. question is what the fuck difference does that make? <laughs> well, where they it, are? it doesn't, I, I, at least I don't think it makes a difference. I mean, you're going to have the same issues and same things. I mean, it's just, we, we live in such a interesting time. I mean, we really are guinea pigs for all this stuff for good or for better, or for worse, for we, good we or are. worse. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was going to say for good or for bad, but yeah. I mean, that's the thing. We're, we're just in a very, we live in a very interesting time. Yeah. And, and I think we've taken the, we've taken the, uh, the personal responsibility aspect out of this. There can't be a Facebook or a Twitter without us creating those accounts without us engaging with people. And, you know, I think in light of this, it, it might be time to, you know, reevaluate that as every individual's yeah. lifestyle. 
why is this consuming so much of my life? Why am I letting myself get worked up over these posts? Whether, whether this person's right or this person's wrong, uh, you know, these things, they spill out into society and we've seen that happening. It's no longer, it, it happens. If it happens on Facebook, it stays on Facebook. Yeah. It's out there now. And I don't have the confidence that tech is going to clean up their act um, without no. major censorship or without creating this uh, reality that doesn't actually exist. Like you said earlier in the podcast, Phil, these people still feel this way. These people will still exist. Right. Do I like, do I like people uh, putting out, uh, do I like racist people? No. no. I don't like when people are racist. Are they allowed to be that way? That's their choice. Does it get you booted off of Facebook? Sure. But do they have anywhere else to go now? Well, whatever. Go have your own thing. Like yeah. these people still exist in society. You can't, you know, we, we, I, I, I thought about this the other day when I was watching some of the, you know, news coverage and I'm like, okay, Trump's gone now. Right. Right. What are these networks going to talk about that have been relying on him for the last four years? They're going to find a way to keep him in the conversation, no yeah. doubt, because it's still uh, a hot topic and it's still very polarizing to the nation, but it comes to a, it comes to a point where, you know, they're going to have to move on. Yeah. They're going to, and, and they're going to see firsthand that there's more to this society than just right versus left. And there's big problems that we're really not dealing with. And they're going to have to turn on Bo Jiden at some point yeah. and, and, you know, fix their, fix their sites elsewhere. Yeah. And I think too, see, that's one of my things is that like, I don't know why people can't be a little more tolerant of other people's opinions because no matter if you agree with them or not, like for example, me and you grew up in the same household, right? Mm -hmm. We lived in the same area. Um, but we've had very different lives and sure. like everybody has different experiences in life. So when you say, why does this person feel this way or that way? Well, we've, everybody has lived a different life. And I think you just need to realize they're not going to change. You're not going to change their opinion. I'm not going to change yours. Like just be okay with it. Be more tolerant of yeah. others. I think that's the message there. It's being more tolerant, but these platforms have allowed people to uh, be become more uh, or less tolerant yeah. in their in their actions against other people. And let's not forget, like you know, you're not going to change tech. You've got the, you know Facebook, which started off as basically like a dating app, right? right. Essentially, it was how yeah. you could stay in touch with people and and look people up, and and it was very small in the college community, and then it spilled over to uh, regular society, um, and now it's evil. Yeah. Now it's evil. There, if there's money in control, these sites will continue to dive deeper down that rabbit hole because they have more power than your government does. Yeah. And and in and will government turn on these platforms? I don't know. At some point, and say, okay, it's time for regulation to usher in. I don't think we can be confident that they're going to do it themselves. See, and that's the funny part. I, I just thought about this right now. It's like the government controls like the radio, right? Like right. The, FCC. Yeah, the FCC. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't seem to be such a big threat. And then you got Facebook and Twitter out there. It's like, they're just kind of, and I know it's because they're new, but it's like, it, you would think it would go into the same direction. We missed the boat on that one. It was, it yeah. was, we, it happened too fast before we knew what was happening. And, and as a result, it got out of control. 
Big we time. didn't have the opportunity to rein it in. Like you said, you remember the days when, you know, the, the FCC would fine Howard Stern <laughs> right. tens of thousands of dollars because of things he said, or, 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 you know, somebody drops the F bomb. Now, now, yeah. now you can't, you, you can go on the internet anywhere at any age and find just a plethora of, of indecent <laughs> material, yeah. you know? And for some reason, the radio is still held to those same standards. So it's kind of weird. My, my last question to an- end on this is in society today, who should we really be mad at? Is the guy that the poster child right now for, for, uh, for cancel culture is Donald Trump. Yeah. Former president Donald Trump, as we record this, shouldn't it be directed at Mark Zuckerberg? Um, there is, you could not have the rise of Trump without Mark Zuckerberg. So if you're really mad at Donald Trump and the, and, and where this God is in society, look at the monster who created, who created that. If you're mad about that. Yeah, no, I agree. I literally wrote that down while you were saying that I wrote Mark Zuckerberg because like they, they, they built this animal and they have to control it now. Well, that's what they're, I guess that's what they're trying to say that they're going to do, but that's too little, too late. In my opinion, the damage is done. Society is divided. We're at this breaking point where now we're talking, uh, what, what this conversation never had to go to censorship. It never had to go there, but that's where we're at. Now you're picking and choosing who is allowed to have a voice in this society. Think about if you did that with your business. Yeah, I, I, I mean, they, you'd, you'd be done. Yeah, you can't, you can't do that. They are so big, though, that they are going to, you know, those the other people, everybody who threatened to leave Facebook and go to Parler, yeah, is staying on Facebook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. It came at no cost to them. So, I think the bigger conversation is what is going to happen in a society that that embraces censorship and doesn't allow for other thoughts and opinions to be out there. Big tech has contributed to the to 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 the to the divide in society that we see today. Right. But where do we go from here? What is the role of big tech? Why can't we as a and my question I always ask myself is is this the world I want my kids to grow up in? Is this what I want for my kids 20 years down the road? And I keep going back to the answer being no. Yeah. I don't like the, I don't like the point that we've gotten to in society. I don't like the fact that so many people hide behind their, their Facebook profiles and their, their social media accounts and refuse to just, uh, interact with others because it's very hard to be that callous and that crude to people in the real world. Yeah. A lot of p- these people that are saying these things on these platforms, if you won't say it to somebody's face in real life, don't don't throw it out on these platforms. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's where we're at. We'll see where this conversation leads down the road because obviously there's still a long ways to go on this. We don't know what the future is going to look like for big tech, but it, just as an individual, think about that the next time you log on, the next time you check a status update or, or give a status update or comment on something, say, is this really productive for my time? And is this really... Uh, what I want to engage in at the moment. Cause I think that if you just pause a little bit, it'll make life better. And, and, you know, personal responsibility is everything. And that goes with 
many different things in life. So think about that the next time you're on social media and keep listening to pure speculation on strugglestate.com. We are also available on the 32andmain.com network. Always get a hold of us on social media at struggle state on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you guys. And until next time, don't forget struggle is real. Yeah.